0: Hello, thank you so much for tuning in to Drop the Ball this week. We don't have Oliver with us this week, unfortunately. And there is a distance now between Jackson and I. But he is able to be here, thankfully, after a great basketball game that he watched. And he probably doesn't really... Yeah, doesn't want to talk about uh, not it. But so great. Th- that's fine, that's fine, that's fine, that's fine. And the reason why Jackson doesn't have a voice is also the basketball game, too. So, yeah, that's just how it goes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sometimes that's just how it goes. And we're also... We're also on late night. Drop the ball. Late night. Drop the ball
1: up. All day rehearsals. All day rehearsals followed by a basketball game makes it for a late up night late in the studio.
0: Jackson and Matt. That's what our new that's what our ASMR podcast should be. <laughs> we need our to see ASMR, jazz. Yeah. ASMR that's podcast. It should, it should be up close and personal or like up late with Jackson and Matt. We could make it. A, we could. This is an inside joke, but we could make it a riff like off it. of Jax and Max in the morning, to where like, it's just like Matt Jacks at night, and we could be. Uh, at night. Oh my god, that'd be funny. At night. Okay. Anyway, we. This is a sports show. In our intros, the past like three weeks, we've been like going off on crazy tangents, and we're like, it's a sports show.
1: Yeah, we've had to actively, we've had to actively yeah. restate that this is actively restate no, that's what sports. I'm talking about. So like <laughs> we
0: for sure have to have just like, okay, this is what we're doing. It's called Drop the Ball. First, we're going to get started with the Arrowhead Chop Talk. And then since everyone's decided that baseball doesn't exist, we're probably not going to talk about the Coffin Corner, but we are going to talk about some uh, some uh, free agent coaching yeah. in the NFL and also just uh, the playoffs going forward. And then we'll end it with America's Favorite Segment. You know how it is. You know what it is. It's Drop the Ball. Um, yeah, so the Chiefs, Chiefs, wow, um, end of the season, wow, it just went right by. It felt like it just started.
1: Yeah, it was quick.
0: And we are thankfully going to the playoffs. I don't want to say thank, mm. yeah, I'm thank- I'm thankful we're going to the playoffs.
1: <laughs> I mean, but. it
0: didn't look like,
1: it didn't look like we deserved it. Uh, yeah, but about now they the come season, back and so. they had a
0: uh, no-loss November and they only had one loss in, in December. So what can, how can we fault them? Actually, no, it was it was in January, so that's how it goes. Anyway, yeah. anyway, anyway, together, I mean, we complained a lot this season about how everything was going and stuff wasn't going correctly, but like, the team still finished 12 and five. It's not like they're a piece of garbage Second yeah, in the AFC. Yeah. And we have a tied record with the Titans. And if it wasn't for uh say that three times fast tied record with the Titans and if it wasn't for us just absolutely dare I say it dropping the ball uh in Tennessee I know in Tennessee oh my god then it we might not be talking <laughs> about this right now. So it, we would not be talking about a, about having a like having a show or just being like hey we got the bye week we're good. We don't need to talk about that. But yeah this I I mean they rounded it out in, in in Denver, which, sure, not a great opponent, but division opponents are always going to fight you hard no matter what. And so you you always have to oh, be ready yeah. for that in some way, shape, or form.
1: Yeah, and it was, I don't know, Denver Denver was scary. I didn't love the fact that that we played the way we did. Um, I didn't like the fact that we required a like 90-yard fumble recovery for a touchdown to win the game. Uh, but, I mean, Tyreek had one reception for one yard, I think. Uh, Travis Kelsey had a couple of, like, bigger receptions, but he yeah, certainly didn't lead the team in receptions or yards. It's Nicole Hardman. Um, yeah, it was Nicole followed by Pr- Pringle. So, I, it was clear that we were not um, – I don't think we were even really trying to hit full stride or 100% for that game. Uh but we did still want to win it just in the off chance that the Titans lost. So, I mean, it, it, um, it was a little scary, but we get Clyde back for the, for the playoffs, most likely. Um, we should have a fully healthy defense and outside of Clyde, a fully healthy offense. Uh, and I, it, we're playing a Steelers team that we've beaten before. And I think is beatable again, as long as a yeah, very few no, key I things 100% happen.
0: I agree. And here's the deal if we were play, if we played the Steelers like three week if we played the Steelers like at week three week five something like that and we beat the crap out of them and but hey they've turned it around then sure maybe we can talk about a different thing but literally the last home game the last game that they played at Arrowhead Stadium was against the Steelers so Everyone's like, oh, well, this yeah. is – don't underestimate your opponent and do all this and blah, blah, blah. This is my favorite quote of the entire week. Uh, CDOT on 610 Sports Radio in Kansas City, I was listening to him, and he said, yeah. Carrington Carr- Harris. Carrington Harrison. And he said, "Uh, he said, Big Ben is playing like Tyler Palco with Super Bowl experience. And I couldn't have said it better myself, to be completely honest with you, because – He is not playing well. (laughs) If his name wasn't anything, like if he was Davis Mills, like it wouldn't matter. Like I'm telling you, they'd be like, he sucks. He's horrible. Nobody talks about it. And Big Ben even came out in a press conference this week. And he was like, you know, they've gone to the Super Bowl the past two years. It's like probably the biggest team that we've really had to face the entire year. It's okay. We're going to lose, but let's go yeah we're 14th so let's, out of 14 we're gonna lose probably so let's just go out there and have some fun <laughs> and anybody at home that's like no he didn't say that no he didn't i'm gonna be like it's like basically word, word for that's word that's like word for word of what he said what he said
1: it was and then did, did you see that Najee harris put something on his on his instagram story like he put a he like shared it to his instagram story and was like bro what <laughs> the hell did you just say And he deleted the he deleted it like I think like a minute later, oh but it was so funny. It was so funny. Najee Harris was like, "Was like, what the hell are you saying, dude? Like, we literally had to play these guys in less than a week. I have, Shut a, the I hell have Big up.
0: Ben's exact quote right here, so you guys can listen to it right now. I would assume as a group, you understand that, you know, we probably aren't supposed to be here. We're probably not a very good football team. We're the – out of 14 teams I think are in, we're probably number 14. Um, we're double-digit underdog in the playoffs. So let's just go play and have fun and see what happens. Because, yeah, I mean we're probably twenty point underdogs, and we're going to the number one team. The number one team that's I know they're not the number one team, but they're the number one team that's won the AFC the last two years. Um, arguably the best team in football.
1: Um, we don't have a chance, so let's just go in and play and have fun.
0: That is exactly what he said. <laughs>
1: We don't have a chance. And here's the thing. I think that there's probably, there might be a little bit of tongue in cheek there. Like he might be kind of like, all right, I'm not yeah. going to give the chiefs any billboard material because they're the chiefs. But at the same time, like there's a difference between not just, giving not giving a like, just, just not, not giving a material and just saying that your team fuck. sucks that, shit. that is very different. Yeah. That's that is so, that is so bad. That is so bad. That dude said, I'm retiring like, after this. Year. I think I Mike Tomlin anymore. had to uh,
0: talk to him after the press conference. He's like, you're trying to win this game, right? I just want to make sure.
1: Oh, Mike Thomas – bro, that dude, that dude was probably like. He was having the Le'Veon Bell, like Antonio Brown <laughs> intervention PTSD. with his ass.
0: Like, oh no, not again! <laughs> not
1: oh again, my god! Not again. No, but then Andy
0: Reid came out and, like, here's the deal: is that we realize the Pittsburgh Steelers aren't playing great football, but they're not like schmoes either. But Andy Reid coming out. He-
1: they still have a pretty Their good defensive line, defensive line is crazy. and some Cam Edwards nuts, but...
0: and so is T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt should win the Defensive Player of the Year. He's insane. But Andy Reid came out – now, this is a bit far, in my yeah. opinion. Andy Reid came out and was like, hey, they've been playing like a Super Bowl team. I'm like, no, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> all right, Andy. <laughs> I know we're right, looking Andy. forward to – yeah, okay, we get it. We're looking forward to the challenge of playing whoever the hell we're playing. I get it. But still, uh, <laughs> this, is some, this wasn't something that I, I really wrote down, but – uh, Jackson, do you do you even play Tyreek Hill this week?
1: Oh, um, I think you definitely give him field time,
0: just uh, to scare. But, like scare the I DJs, mean, if basically. he's feeling,
1: I yeah, I think, I think that we have like I mean Pringle, Pringle and McColl the last few weeks have shown that they can be like yeah. the guy if they need to step up, uh. But I don't know if I want to rely on that and expect. I mean. Travis obviously is going to play. Like uh he's healthy and uh I think that I mean with with Travis and the receivers that we do have um we should be fine but I don't want to leave it to chance. Because this is playoffs. I mean this is this is you win or you're out. Uh and so I think I'm not saying give him 100% snaps or anything bizarre like that but if he's feeling up to it, even if it's just to keep him, you know, to keep, to keep the gears turning, keep everything kind of up to speed, at least give him 40 to 45% of the snaps just to make sure that he knows what's going on. And and we can at least try to capitalize on yeah, him a little no, bit if we need it.
0: I, I would agree. I think that, yeah, you put him out there and you dress him just to scare the hell out of them. And then you see what happens. Like, use him like you did the first yeah. game. And then in this game you're going to have Travis Kelsey. Like last time you played the Steelers, you didn't have Travis Kelsey, which in my opinion, I think is more important yeah. than people are talking about because if you would have had like the the same exact team the last time that you faced the Steelers, you, they would be like, "Okay, this is what this is what with we, Travis Kelsey. this is what we did last time and it didn't work. So let's go back to the drawing board and re go." Now they're like, "Now we have to prepare for Travis Kelsey. Like we have to." And
1: yeah. We know what wrong, but we also know what else could 100%. go wrong now that there's more people coming. So it's just it's crazy. We also were still missing weren't we still we were, missing yeah, Willie we Gay missing as well.
0: Nick Bolton. We we're missing Nick Bolton.
1: Yeah.
0: Um yeah, no, it's 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 uh, okay, wild. Okay. We we had a different team. There were different people out and for whatever reason, and that's fine. Yeah. But 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 we still we still really took it to him. What thirty six to 10, 39 to ten or something was the final score of that game.
1: Yeah, and they didn't score. They yeah. didn't score that touchdown way, until like, garbage like time. Like two minutes left. It was, yeah. Yeah, it was like it was like thirty something to three at one point, and it, yeah. it looked and we'll bad. Back,
0: we'll it get right bad. back to, uh, to the Steelers in just a second. But I did want to I did want to touch for a second on how well Michael Hardman played on Saturday. I he played way better than he should have been. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe hopefully that opens up the offense a little more, and people have to prepare for him. But uh, it it was just they were doing things that it was how the 49ers use Debo Samuel. And I'm like, good idea. Debo Samuel yeah. has like 1400 yards. So I think it'd be wild if you had Tyreek down the yeah. field and you used Nicole, like Debo Samuel, like the 49ers use Debo Samuel and that's how yeah, they were no, doing. Yeah. That. So it was like crazy.
1: It was. Well, then, yeah. And with, well, with the blocking that we have too at the line, I mean, obviously you're going to pass some a out on the, on the, yeah. Edges a lot more. Um, you know, near the, the sideline. But at the same time, if you I mean, if you've got the threat of Travis Kelsey up the middle and Tyreek streaking, then ideally McCole on a screen pass should be able to put together I don't know, 10 yeah, 10 yard. I mean, here's the deal. His weakness is route running, mm-hmm. not running with the ball. Running with the ball is his is his strength, yeah. if anything, because he's fast as hell. So if if you can if you can get guys committing to Travis in the middle and Tyreek up the side or up the yeah on a on a uh, straight route, then what's what's to say that McColl doesn't have the entirety of the middle field to just roam and play and try to find an extra 5, 10, 12, 30 yards? You know, um, I think I think that that could be a really really important uh, piece to. A playoff run for the Chiefs is if we can find a way to use McCall in that same yeah, way against
0: no, the I 100% teams. agree with you. And it was finally they were able to get him into the offense. And I think that's all he needed for the entire season. And absolutely crazy. Um, yeah. Before we get to Nick Bolton and just like the rookie draft class in general, Melvin Ingram might have been the pickup of the trade deadline just in general. And it's not. It, and I think it, it yeah. would have been worth it just off the play alone. Like the play that happened on Saturday where he stripped Melvin Gordon and then Nick Bolton uh, Nick Bolton brought it back. He won them the game. That's that's what he did. And I'm telling you, even if Melvin Ingram does nothing else the rest of the year, the trade was worth it. Like a sixth-round pick, you're not going to get oh, yeah. a lot of help out of a sixth-round pick. Our sixth-round pick that we we picked this year is not even on the team right now. So he's gonna do way more for you than what the what a six round pick I think inevitably will do for you in the future. But that's I mean, that's just my opinion. But yeah, Melvin Ingram has been has been so good under he's been so underrated just because sure his numbers don't look amazing, but just the yeah. presence over there, it's like Terrell Suggs.
1: I'd say yeah. When, even even when he's not touching the quarterback, the fact that it allows for Chris Chris Jones to be back in the middle creating havoc, and just that extra level. I mean, I think back. I think back to some of the like some of the games where Frank Clark really stood out, like in the playoffs, uh, especially in that Super Bowl year. And like I think about the fact that he was doing that with uh, Passanio Tano Passanio on the other side of him, which don't get me wrong, I love Tano Passanio. He was. In my opinion one of the more underrated players yeah. on our team on that Super Bowl run because I think he did a lot more behind the scenes than people realized and he also had a great personality as a player but um I mean completely like unbiased looking at it from the outside Ingram is just a better um he's I mean he's a better pass rusher I mean just just it just straight up. Like it's just as simple as that. And so I think that him being in there, I mean, you've even seen it you've even seen it affect Jaron Reed's numbers. I mean, he's gotten in there a couple yeah, of times Jared, because they had a Jaron Reed over. has not played so, well I mean, it's, before
0: Melvin Ingram has showed up. He's not played well at all. No, he's been absolutely no, yeah. terrible. So yeah, it's not a it's a huge a huge, huge thing for just to get the defensive line in motion because I mean I'm a I'm a big component of if you can't get pressure on the quarterback, yeah. good luck. Because they're gonna they're gonna get open eventually. That's just how it goes. Yeah. But back on Nick Bolton, Nick Bolton, and just like the draft class in general, Melvin Ingram rocks. Summary of what we were talking about. But Nick Bolton in this draft class, we talked about it a little bit last week and a couple oh. weeks ago. But God, everyone, everyone, all the haters that say Brett Veach can't draft Nick Bolton was a steal. Creed Humphreys become the best sending in the NFL, and he was a second round pick. And Trey Smith yeah way above average i above think if average. we were to redraft the first round we might we could have three like we could have three of them yeah
1: three first it's round picks possible. oh yeah especially with how especially with how um how high in demand oh, yeah. offensive linemen were this time this year they were. I mean, everybody needed and wanted an offensive lineman. Yeah, a, no one a was top tier to take deployment. a risk
0: on Trey Smith, and Trey Smith has been completely fine. He. I don't think he's missed a game. Knock on wood. But- yeah.
1: The uh the PFF the the PFF um offensive line the the rook all rookie offensive line um I was looking at it and I mean I'm blew my mind absolutely blew my mind um the Players uh, were Rashawn Slater, Elijah Vera, Tucker, Creed Humphrey, yeah. Trey Smith, and Panay Sewell. Yeah, Penae- Sewell. Yeah. Sewell. I don't know. Um, uh, three of those were in the first round, top fifteen mm-hmm. picks. The two Chiefs ones were sixty third and two hundred and twenty six, and not only. Were the two Chiefs picks like way after second and sixth round, and the other two were top or the other three were top fifteen? But of those, of those four, five, of those five, in in my opinion, I don't even think it's close. Uh, I mean, Creed Humphrey it's clearly not, and Trey Smith, I would still put in a different league than the other three.
0: You went out there for a little bit. Um, Jackson is Jackson is on Zoom just, yeah, puzzle, right? uh, with me here. He went out there just a little bit, but I think what you were saying is just like the fact that we've had we have two people on an all rookie offensive lineman, and the way that we got them instead of top twenty where everyone else got theirs, which is we got them in way well, later. Yeah, so so in the draft.
1: That that and the fact that um, those two are. Significantly better in my opinion. I, I agree with you. Sean three.
0: Slater has played well for the Chargers, but Creed Humphrey. I don't think there's a better offensive lineman uh, from this rookie class, from the past couple of classes. I mean, actually, Tristan Murfs, Tristan Wirfs might beat him, but but I, other than that, there's really no one else. I think that he was the best.
1: I mean, he's he's a top three well, lineman. He would have been a first round NFL, pick if he would have came out
0: last year. If he would have came out last year in 2020, he yeah. would have been a first round pick. But he d- he wanted to go back to Oklahoma, and so he did, mm-hmm. and he fell for for some dumb reason he fell, and that's just how it that's just how it goes, and that I'm not complaining about it. I love it. I love that that's the way that that's the thing that happened, and that's how it goes. Um, Jackson, I do want to ask you, what is what is your if you had to sum up the Chiefs season into one word or a couple
1: words, what would it what would it be? Do you want like a cup, like a like a short sentence, or a couple like words? Okay, I would just say that it was a bit of a roller coaster for sure, and a little unfulfilling. Um, but I had the same thoughts after the 2019 season. Um, I think, I think that we. Could have should have beat teams that we didn't beat. Um, and unfortunately, a lot of the teams that we lost to are so playoff it looks teams. like we have
0: no cred, but it looks I, like we have no
1: credit. At all. Yeah, but I've given my opinion on that before. I think that it's going to be extremely difficult to beat the Chiefs twice and a team and any of these teams are going to have to bring their a game 100% whether they're playing on the road or at home. Um, and and they're gonna have to yeah. game plan. I, here's here's my weird
0: thing. And we always talk about how they play down to their opponent. It's like a it's a luxury Chiefs thing. Chiefs always do that. I don't know why, but they do. They always play yeah. down. And uh, yeah, so I honestly wouldn't be Don't be surprised that maybe not this week, because they might see they might actually play down to the Steelers because they don't. I don't think I don't think they 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 respect the Steelers. I really don't think they do. Uh so be be afraid either. of that actually. Mm-hmm. If they don't respect them and Najee Harris runs the ball for nine hundred yards, then be careful. But he couldn't do he couldn't do shit on that defense <laughs> last yeah. last time they played. So it anyway. Um I would not be surprised if they came out in the playoffs because last year everybody was saying, even even Oliver was saying, hey, they're they're not winning by a lot. Like they're barely passing out. They're barely getting there to the end. And so yeah. and then when they got to the playoffs, if Patrick Mahomes didn't get hurt in the Browns game, it would have been so over before they could have even come back. But the bills, the bills game, it was not even Mm -hmm. close after it got past the second quarter. It was not even close. So I wouldn't be surprised if in the playoffs, these guys are, are waking up and they're gonna be like, okay, this is legitimate now. I don't know if you guys like we had some fun in the regular season, but come on. Like, this is how we do it. And, uh, I would not be surprised if they came out swinging and just like beat the ever-living hell out of the Steelers or whoever they play in the divisional if they make it that far. I really wouldn't be surprised. But you know, that's just how it goes and uh we just we'll just have to see how that goes. So, um we do we did have bold predictions from last week and I do want to touch on those um because my god, that good job us. Wow, it was horrible. But uh I think we should have some bold predictions for for the game on Sunday, Sunday night football on NBC, Sunday night playoff football on NBC. Uh, last time we played the Steelers, not trying to be a bearer of bad news, but last time we played the Steelers on Sunday night football in the playoffs, we lost. So in tw- 2016, oh, I don't know if you guys remember the time that uh, Pittsburgh didn't score any touchdowns and we scored two. And we still lost that one. Mm-hmm. That's the one you're thinking of. God, piss me off. <laughs> and I'm mad that Eric Fisher can't be here to uh, just to play in the game, hopefully to get revenge. Because he was the one with the holding call in 2016 that cost us the two-point conversion that couldn't get us to overtime. So, anyway. So looking ahead at our bold, looking at our bold predictions from Sunday, from Saturday against the, uh, against the Broncos, it is, uh, I said that, uh, 150 all purpose yards for, I was about to say Terrence Gore, a uh, Derek Gore and 100% wrong. I don't even think he got 10. So good job, me, uh, Jackson, you said um, that Patrick yeah. Mahomes would have four touchdowns and 400 yards and no picks. He played well, but he didn't play that well and boom and Oliver said that Drew Locke would get sacked four times two interceptions and 350 yards passing and basically none of that happened so yeah we were were, all so wrong we were all so wrong and that's okay I don't mind I don't really mind
1: but I think we were getting too big for our britches after a couple weeks we all got close or were right like a couple weeks in a row and I I think think it was was about time we all crashed and burned
0: like four weeks in a row and then you cursed us all Exactly. It's I flew so too nice. close to the sun. Who was that? They got Yeah. Who got who was that? Icarus, yeah. Icarus. Jackson doing his best Icarus impression here. Mm-hmm. I I'm dropped the ball late night. Um <laughs> This is yeah, this has been awkward. Anyway, so <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> cool. So we are here. Last thing about the Chiefs. Just because I really wanna t I really wanna uh look forward. We were talking about me.
1: What are we still going to do, are we still gonna do oh, our, our, yeah, our bold predictions first. for the, God, this idiot. week?
0: I know. That's how it goes. Silly man. That's how it goes. That's, how it goes. Silly that's how it goes. Good God. So, 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 so. Uh, we're going to start with me. And I'm going to say our bold predictions for Sunday night. Oh, God. Um, I don't think it's close. How about that? I think that the Chiefs beat the hell out of them. I... And I think that they're like, they assert their dominance – Upon the AFC. I don't know why I think that probably because I have a big head and that's fine. I don't care. I, <laughs> mm, I don't know if I should curse them like this though.
1: Yeah. You're, you're, uh, you're yeah, getting yeah, a little no, I, scary I, I, for I'm me. I'm scared myself
0: lie. actually being completely honest with you. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't think it's going to be close though. I, i I'll, st- I'll stick to my guns. So the Chiefs assert themselves, and they are just so dominant. How about that? I mean, I guess that's not bold. Is that that bold? Do you have like
1: a do you have like a score? Chiefs, or Chiefs or beat like them a, by more than twenty. Or... I think that they beat them by twenty. 20? I, I, beat them by twenty, I I I respect it. I'm gonna stick in the same vein, but I'm gonna focus on okay. Big Ben. I got gotcha. you. I think in his final game. In the NFL, he is going to get sacked three times. I think he's going to throw one interception. Mm -hmm. No, screw it. Two interceptions and throw for less than 250 yards.
0: Wow. So we are going to... I I think we're gonna send him out in style. I was just gonna say, damn, we giving him a parting gift too. (laughs) That's that's a less than two (laughs) hundred. We are to two fifty. Okay. Yeah. So retirement party at Arrowhead Stadium on Sunday. (laughs) Apparently, apparently. (laughs) But here's my thing: is I hope the Chiefs fans are classy. That's just my opinion. And sure, sure. Big Ben has gone through bad shit, like bad stuff. He's not great. He's not I a classy hope that the dude. the Chiefs fans but... are classy, and if they do beat the ever-living shit out of him that they actually clap for him on his way out because the man is probably going to be at least Steelers Hall of Fame. I don't know if he's pro, pro football Hall of Fame is not that. It's not illustrious. It's not like illustrious it's not hard to get into. Pro baseball Hall of Fame. Like the baseball Hall of Fame is pretty yeah. damn hard to get into. But the football hall of fame, they're like, yeah, had a couple good seasons. Cool. I think that Ben will. I think Ben will probably, will pro- He probably won't be first ballot, but he'll probably make it in the, like three years, because they'll be like, eh, okay, yeah, probably. Big Ben's probably good enough. I, I don't
1: know. You probably you agree with me, yeah? I, yeah. I, yeah, I think so. I think just well enough, and for a. For a historical team, a historical football club.
0: Yeah, no. And you know, it's just, just how it goes. All good things come to an end, Steelers fans. It's just how life goes. And uh, no, <laughs> Enjoy Mason they're going to get like Kenny year. Pickett in the draft or something. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? They might draft somebody. Oh,
1: wow. Somebody had that uh, wow. like this.
0: You remember Carson Strong from Nevada? that k-state just beat the hell out of yeah people had him mocked to the yeah, yeah, Steelers yeah. in the first the first round
1: i think that'd be better than kenny pickett but he's right. not a first round pick
0: you think kenny pickett's
1: n- yeah i think oh kenny think pickett is not better. sexy
0: like his, he's not a sexy pick but he might turn into like He's just good at everything. He's not great at like one specific thing, and he he has no arm. Yeah, Kenny like, Pickett is just an accurate quarterback. He's not strong.
1: Who's the who's the uh, who is that Western, Western Kentucky, Kentucky
0: guy? quarterback?
1: Yeah, yeah, he broke he broke Joe Burrow's record for most touchdowns and passes in a season this year.
0: You said Western Kentucky?
1: Pretty sure, pretty sure it was Western Kentucky.
0: No way. Who was really? It's oh Bailey Zap. Is that his name?
1: Yep, uh, yep, yep. That okay. dude broke Joe Burrow's record for most touchdowns in a season. I bet you he gets drafted. I don't know if he's draft eligible this year, but I bet you he gets drafted just because he broke that yeah, record. I,
0: I honestly have no idea. I've never heard his name before. And usually, I'm big on. Usually, I'm. You know me. You yeah, know I'm usually huge in the on the draft stuff. I have not heard. Oh no! Name. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Maybe it's. The only reason that I, the only reason that he might fall if he's drafted eligible this year is just because anything, the he's from Western Kentucky. Sucks. But so
0: why would just take a chance? Just take a chance. Oh, it's him.
1: awful. Might as well, especially if it's like third or fourth round and he's still sitting on the table. If You're really that down bad for a quarterback?
0: Yeah, just I mean, be like damn, screw it. Or do there. the do the uh, the red or the football team thing that they did in 2012 with Robert Griffin. They took Robert Griffin number two, and then they took Kirk Cousins in like the fourth too. Which, is, which was wild, which was crazy. But then, mm. who turned out being the better quarterback? Kirk yeah. Cousins. So, I mean, better Kirk quarterback? Cousins.
1: Although, RG3 also had that injury and stuff no. like that. He looked really good for a second. RG3
0: RG3 was wild.
1: For about yeah. half a season. Yeah. And then he hurt himself and yeah. never, never anyway, did anything. Um,
0: we are going to uh, take a little break here. But we're going to be back with looking at uh, rushing around the NFL right after this. Before we get into the next section we would like to thank our sponsors the list show sell kc group with keller williams key partners if you're looking to buy or sell a home they serve clients with superior customer service and integrity while going the extra mile to make your transaction the best it can be find them on facebook by searching list show sell kc slide into home with the list show sell kc group it's what they do be sure to find us on all our social media accounts. You can
1: follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DropTheBallPC. Subscribe
0: to our YouTube channel and like the Facebook page, both at DropTheBallPodcast. And we are back with Rush Around the NFL. Man, we've uh, if you are familiar with the NFL, you always know that uh, Black Monday exists. And that is the Monday after. The Monday after the final regular season game in the NFL, all the all the coaches get fired, and it's a lot of fun, and you have some surprises. Or if you're the Broncos and you play it on Saturday, you fire them on Sunday before any of the other games can happen. So Vic Fangio is out in Denver. <laughs> other coach vacancies: uh, Matt Nagy was was fired at the Bears along with the with their general manager Mike Pace or Ryan Pace. Sorry. They are illustrious for picking Mitchell Trubisky, And then uh the Vikings head coach and general manager were let go. Mike Zimmer and then uh Rick can't remember his name. Oops. Uh Dolphins, they let go of Brian Flores, which was crazy. We'll give it I'll get into that later. Um, um the Broncos are probably going over going under ownership change. And then they, like I said, they got rid of Vic Fangio. And then an, a team that's in the playoffs that's a little surprising, maybe, is uh is the Raiders with John Gruden getting let go in the middle of the year, Rick Basaccia has actually done a really good job with the Raiders and good God everything that's gone on that this year. He's done a great job. so I wouldn't be surprised if they offer him. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if they offered him a job and they're just like boom because usually when when coaches um, when coaches uh, leave or they go to a new team they bring their own staff and I don't think they want to get rid of any of the Raiders staff because they did have a good year. I think that they just yeah. they just need a new new head yeah. coach to go right in. Uh, another one that we didn't even talk about because it happened so damn long ago that it didn't we didn't even recognize the Jags, uh, the Jaguars need a new coach too. Yeah. yeah. No. I just oh my forgot. God. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Urban Meyer. Good God, man. Yeah.
1: Hey, but and I know this isn't it wasn't a hot take at the time, but we were on that train. We called that that was gonna be a I, bad fucking decision as soon I as it happened.
0: Was like, why are you picking him? Like, it just doesn't go, hmm God, it just doesn't make any sense to me. That's just my opinion. Just my opinion. I just really think that that is so bad. Oh, my goodness. Um, Another <laughs> another team to look out for in the next couple weeks. I think it probably would have happened by now, but uh, the Panthers, Matt Rule might get fired in uh, in Carolina. And then the Giants. The Giants yeah. got rid of Joe Judge, which I didn't write down either. So yeah, Joe Judge was let go of the Giants, and it was crazy because apparently there was this meeting going around that he was trying to get his job back. And I'm like, you're—they are not about to let him get his job back. He did a QB sneak on third and nine. You're joking. I just, oh, that's so annoying. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, they're, they're just gonna really have to see where uh where they go with anything. So I mean, seeing here. You also have an offensive, offensive uh, coordinator position open up with like uh, the Lions or something. But God help whoever goes to Jared Goff. Um, but yeah, hey, beat the Cardinals. I just think that I think Matt Nagy will probably get hired back. I know that sounds sounds crazy. He might actually be demoted to like offensive coordinator for just a couple, just a couple years. But he'll he'll be in it. He'll be a head coach again. I think. I really do think he will be.
1: I have a thought about. I have a thought about him coming back, um, and it kind of ties in. It, it. I have a thought about him, and it ties into my top three guys who I think are going to. Oh, I think either could okay. or should yeah. get hired. Let's go, Jackson. This Hit me up with it. Um. So, I think that the top the the top three coaching talents, in my opinion, in this coaching carousel this year, is Brian Flores, oh, so Gunny whatever. Yeah. Uh, Eric enemy and i was Jim I was going to bring him up apparently he wants to come back and i'm like um, dude wh-? yeah he's got he, i mean I, it's kind of weird cuz he just took his team to the playoffs and the they have time. almost everyone really coming back it's not great timing yeah it's not a great timing but at the same time he has nfl experience know, um he has super bowl yeah. experience fun yeah. fact um and I, I i i don't think he's a bad coach regardless of what you think of what he's done in michigan um i I will lose my absolute mind if the enemy it's, does not get hired this time around. I want to keep I will them. let him stay. I yeah. want to keep the man. He's a fantastic offensive coordinator. But at the same time, it blows my mind that it's been like, what, th- three different times now these interviews for yeah. positions have yeah. not yeah. gotten them? I feel like I feel like almost every team in the league, with the exception of like the Blue Bloods, in quotes, have gotten rid of a coach in, his t- in the last three or four years, and he hasn't even gotten really yeah. considered. Um, this time around, I think that he's got to get picked up. It would blow my mind if he doesn't. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if maybe we see Nagy come back and return, because he was the offensive yeah. coordinator before the enemy was. Uh, in fact, in, I think it was 2016 when we f- started out 0-5 and then made it into the postseason. Um, Andy Reid uh, turned over play calling to him because he didn't think that he was doing a good enough job, and that was when we turned yeah. everything around. So... I don't think he's as good as the enemy, but he has experience here. Um, I don't think he has any bad blood with uh, Andy Reed. And like you said, I think that before he gets hired as a head coach again, somewhere else, I think he's probably going to, and he's going to do some time as an OC somewhere.
0: Anytime the chiefs have an offensive coordinator and Patrick Mahomes has a good year and, and they're under Andy Reed, I'm sorry, you're going to get a job. You're just going to, they're going to get a job at some point. And I don't yeah. want to pull the card, okay? I don't want to pull the race card at all. Like, I don't want to. But sorry, it's yeah. getting a little suspect. Yeah. It's getting a little suspect, especially when the when the white-ass owner of the Dolphins is like, we're okay with keeping Chris Greer as the general manager, but we really think the problem's on the <laughs> field. I'm like, oh, you mean the, the guy who coached your, coached your team back from losing seven in a row to winning seven in a row? Okay, and you—he had two straight back-to-back winning seasons, and if you forgot when he got there, there was nothing there. There was nothing to build with. So, I think it's so oh, stupid that I think that he—that he, he was let go, and we'll get into that. It's so dumb.
1: I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think that part of me, part of me wants to think that BNME doesn't want to leave, maybe, and that might be reflected in his that might be reflected in his his interviews um he might be saying that out outright hey look i'm interviewing here because it might be a fit for me but i like the chiefs i love the chiefs because there was something that came out from the falcons that said like they just did not like his interview last year um so maybe he said something like that and the falcons were like all right well f you why yeah, did you no, even waste our I, time well
0: i think that eric um, is doing the right thing so so far because eric b is like I'm not gonna go into some dog shit situation, to where nothing is nothing is working. Yeah. Now I wouldn't be surprised if like him and the yeah. GM bound together, and like went to Minnesota or something. I wouldn't be surprised at that at all.
1: Vich and in mean in Minnesota. No, confirmed. I think like Louis,
0: like Louis Riddick from <laughs> the Monday Night Football telecast. Like if if Louis Riddick and Eric Benamy got together and were like Minnesota it I think it would my it would it'd be kind of dangerous I think um I think Eric it's a it's a shame that Eric Biennemi doesn't have a job somewhere and if we go through if we go through this coaching cycle like you said and he's not picked up we're gonna be like what is going on like why and like I said I'm I'm happy to keep him as long as he's here anytime that we we've had three consecutive AFC championship games at Arrowhead Stadium with him as the offensive coordinator so I'm not complaining about it, <laughs> but it's just like, I don't know. Um, this is the last, this is um, one thing I should have said at the beginning of the show, but if the Chiefs lose to the Steelers on su- on Sunday, that is the only way I see ArcB enemy leaving is like, because if some, if we lose to the Steelers on Sunday, it's a fireable offense to someone. I don't know who, but it's someone like someone's getting fired. If we lose, if we lose yeah. to the to the Steelers on Sunday,
1: I think they should just oh, void Mahomes' no. contract and cut him.
0: No, 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 no. <laughs> but no, but seriously, coaching wise, if something happens, I think that they let someone go. I seriously think I don't think they'd let Andy Reid go. He's he's untouchable. So is Pat.
1: Yeah, but I don't I don't think either coordinator would would be really? let go I think either Spags, in that situation. So I, really I don't know who you would let go. That I think they'd be like unless it's a unless it's a huge meltdown but like I don't think there's anybody else open right now that is a better yeah, uh, is, is has better right. Anyway,
0: sorry, back onto the back onto the coaching stuff. But Eric Bieniemy, yeah, <laughs> he should have a job somewhere. And if I'm if I'm any organization that needs a coach yeah. right now, I am calling Brian Flores. I'm calling he him. He is he is priority yes, number he 1. He is 100% priority number 1. And it's yeah. because he doesn't
1: yeah, yeah, more no, so I agree. Be enemy, no, in Beani because opinion. he's
0: shown he 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 can be a head coach. I'm not saying that Eric Beani can't be a head coach.
1: Especially especially with a young That's, quarterback. That's huge. Back-to-back he seasons think, with dude, a young that, quarterback.
0: Um, this is an unpopular opinion maybe, but I think I think Bien-Ami going to Jacksonville would be dangerous. I think it would be especially if, with Travis Etienne there Lawrence oh. and Lawrence and I mean, Laviska Chenault's there. Yeah. He's going to be in his third year. He's going to he's going to show out. I think that with one of the first round picks that the Jags have, they're probably going to pick a receiver because they just they it's they're bad. They have to, but they yeah, also get an the offensive line. And-, and then they'll go receiver. I think so. I mean, it's just I really, really think that that in Jacksonville would be an issue. I really think it would be a problem, and I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then. Whoever wants to take over the lowly Giants, good luck. <laughs> I, know, I don't know if anybody wants to go the, there. Here's the deal, though. <laughs> I think that um, this is not going to get talked about a lot, and I and I don't care that I might... Uh, this is not going to get talked about a lot because they are really, really... Um, their their record was really bad, but Dan Campbell in, in Detroit, Damn. Like, he's done so much with his players that, like, they've bought in. They love him. They love playing for him. Yeah.
1: They weren't good this season, but, man, they love him there.
0: But also, I think people forget as well that Detroit started, like, 0-11. So, like, all their wins came at the the back part of the season,
1: which... Yeah. I think, yeah, I think if you give them a couple years of draft um, and Campbell can actually maybe develop a QB on his own... Um, work with DeAndre Swift, you know. I, I think, I mean, because they literally, Goff is literally the biggest name on that team, on either side of the ball.
0: Yeah, maybe um, DeAndre which Swift, is bad. but he, he really hasn't shown anything. Which so. is,
1: yeah, maybe maybe Swift, but not. Yeah, I mean, I think if you give Campbell a couple of actual players, you might actually see him yeah, be worth something. There. Who
0: knows? What if what if Jared Goff turns into like. He turns into like a pretty decent quarterback. Is he young enough that you'd be like, okay, cool, we'll get with him?
1: Goes twenty eighteen so? mode on. Twenty eighteen mode on us would like,
0: Damn, I think. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I think know. we keep him. It's just the quarterback class sucks in the draft this year, so it's like you can't.
1: Yeah, you can't it's bad. Really,
0: like,
1: Lions are picking up Bailey's app, Confirmed. God.
0: That's yeah. the was was that that Western Kentucky guys to suck. name? Suck.
1: Yeah, it wouldn't they're be goals. the first. They're fucking, they're picking him up. They're picking him up and they're going to go to Super with him in five Giants years. The Giants
0: picked a quarterback and everyone was like, this stupid idiot was not supposed to get drafted until day three. How, what? You picked number, <laughs> number six pick hey. on him? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, it's crazy. We'll see how the head coaching jobs work out. And when everything, uh, when everything opens up and everything is, is, is filled up, um, I think that that's when you, uh, that's what we need to talk about who's in the who's in the best situation um i love um i love the minnesota yep. job if i'm anybody the minnesota job interests me interests the hell out of me cuz i yep. think that the offense yep, yep. is okay if they can get a quarterback i think Kirk Cousins it's a quarterback. is just not
1: it's a quarterback and oh, maybe and a little better on stuff. defense couple yeah. role players on defense and a quarterback couple role players on defense and, and a quarterback and you've yeah, got exactly. a, you've got a playoff and, team yeah yeah Minnesota playoff team. a job especially with yeah. Rodgers leaving Green Bay.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. And it, we didn't talk about it just we did we just we touched we just touched on it, but I actually think the Raiders job is interesting. Like if without the only issue is like you like Derek Carr or you don't. Like do you like Derek Carr because if you do, you can keep him for a couple more years and he can and you can coach that team that you have now. Or you can say, hey, Derek Carr's not really our quarterback, I don't think. I think we're going to get rid of him. And then you try and get somebody better because the team is pretty good. So. Derek Carr has a
1: – Derek Carr's had a pretty underrated yeah, season I don't this like year, him, actually. I hate to say it, but um, I think he was like top five in in, in yards, total yards. And I think he – I don't know how many yeah. touchdowns he had, but I think he was over 30. Um, and I know this – I I discredit the stat. In my opinion, it's very similar to like – Oh, this pitcher's so good. This is their win-loss. But he um, he had six game-winning drives yeah. uh, this year, which, like I said, like I said, very dependent on the team that they're playing as well as his team itself. Um, I'm not willing to say that that is even remotely a justifiable stat, but it is still something that shows you put the ball in his hands with three minutes left in the game. Um Yeah, you know, at least have a no, shot. I 100% agree yeah. with you. I don't
0: think Derek Carr has played so horrifically bad this year that he doesn't deserve a job. It's just for some reason, every
1: time he plays the Chiefs, he no, doesn't play well,
0: or he goes crazy. There's no, yeah, yeah, except for there that, one time... no in between.
1: <laughs> that one time. No, I think, I think I've I've been having this argument with a couple people for a a, a couple days now. Um, it's his best oh, oh, season since 2016, 100%. which was his first full season. Um. So it's I'm not willing I'm not willing to say that um, that he is uh, yeah. an elite QB obviously not but but uh, I'm willing to give him credit for this being albeit only his second ever good season yeah. but yeah rate season of drop is
0: interesting but now we're gonna move on to drop the ball and uh, I'll probably go first just because it's kind of connected to this and we talked about it just a little bit mine is the Dolphins. 100% what the hell are you doing, Dolphins? The Dolphins front office, I don't know what you're doing getting rid of Brian Flores. You had back-to-back winning seasons. He, You lost seven games in a row, and then he came back and won seven games in a row with you. Now, I'm not saying that that's all him. I understand that. But the fact that you fired this man after he had absolutely nothing when he got there, and he has two winning seasons under his belt— and in the last game of the 2019 season where he was the coach, he kicked the Patriots basically out of being real contenders, which is, if you're the Dolphins, what you really, really, really yeah. want to do or wanted to do past tense. Wow. Yeah. Wow. He was also, he was also uh, undefeated against the Patriots, by the way. He might be the only Bill Belichick coaching tree hire that has been very good. He might be the only one.
1: And it was against his. It was against his. Yeah, his former exactly. boss. Man, I. Which is huge. Rabel's not even been that, only that good once, against his former boss. In, so
0: it was. Uh, and it was uh, the playoff game, but Brian Flores. I don't yep. know what the hell they were doing. Get ri- getting rid of him. <laughs> they better have a plan, though. That's all I'm saying. They better have a plan. Yeah. Because. If you come out there with a sub-500 mm-hmm. team next year and you lose seven in a row, but instead you le- you lose ten in a row in your top ten pick, I'm going to be like, you did that to yourself. You deserve that. Sorry. Uh, you got rid of one of the best po- coaches that you could probably ever have. I think that Brian Flores is the me- is the next Mike Tomlin, but apparently they didn't think so. So, yeah, it's crazy. But, yeah, Dolphins, I don't know what the hell you're doing. Maybe you saw something yeah. we didn't see, but, yeah, you dropped the ball. Bad.
1: Uh, I'm going to go in uh, uh, into the into the Chiefs division different head coach still has his job uh Brennan Staley uh one I don't know how you how your team doesn't make it into the playoffs with the season that they had um uh I mean at one point granted the Chiefs were playing like dog shit but at one point he was leading the west he oh, he was also team.
0: if he would have um, won the game against Kansas City uh if he would have won the game in Kansas against Kansas city uh, about four or five weeks ago, he would be first in the division if he would have won, by the way. So they would have been tied. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm baffled by his decision to call a timeout with 38 seconds left in, uh, in overtime. Correct. Not even the game Overtime. Yeah. It,
0: overtime. Uh, the, situation. If it, it, you can it get the situation if you want, but yeah, the situation was crazy and go for it.
1: Yeah. Sorry. It seemed like the, uh, it seemed like the Raiders weren't really trying that hard for the, for the field goal. Uh, and, and it, i'll give him credit it did look like there was a wide receiver a raiders wide receiver i don't know who that was lined up on the outside and nobody was covering him but at the same time the raiders didn't even look like they were even close to ready to hike the ball i mean like they they were they were lined up i'm putting air quotes very hard air quotes on lined up but even their offensive line was standing straight up almost it, and the clock was make, running oh. um and they and, and they were like they were I don't know if I, they were like probably 10 yards out of field goal, yeah. like comfortable field goal range. I mean, honestly, I don't know if this was going to happen, but every indication was seemed, made it seem like the Raiders were just going to tie it. F the, F the Steelers. Yeah. They we're going to have were, three. If AFC you weren't West familiar,
0: teams. if but, the game, it was first time ever in the history this happened, the Colts lost. So if the Chargers and the Raiders would have tied, they both would have made it in to the playoffs. And that's what basically yeah. what was happening. And I was like, he called a timeout. Mm-hmm. and I was like, you just gave up. You just gave up. Sure. There's a, you shouldn't sure. There's something to winning the game. I get that. Like, Hey, I want to win the game. Right.
1: But if they're like, right. if they're willingly yeah.
0: like, Hey, we're going to do a truce here, Just don't say anything. Because then when he called the timeout, they were like, the Raiders were like, fuck you. We're going to run the ball then. <laughs>
1: I say yeah, that stopped, the, that stopped the clock. We have we have enough time yeah, for have like time three more runs. plays now. So we're going to run the ball because that has like absolutely no the, – the odds of that backfiring are so low because yeah, exactly. Josh Jacobs doesn't fumble. And you have – And then Josh and Jacobs runs it for like 12 and yards and then they get a field run goal. run
0: defense too. You have a bad run defense. It's not that like
1: yeah, – Yeah, yeah. Jacobs had burned have, them all game. You don't game.
0: have like Aaron Donald and TJ Watt. You have – I can't even name them. It, they're bad. Like Joey yeah. Bosa is your best thing, but he's he he rushes the pass. Bosa, yeah. but he's he more of not, a pass rusher than he a run does blocker. Not stop the run, or a run stopper, well. yeah. So, it's crazy.
1: Yeah. So it was it, it. Staley Staley dropped the ball. Um, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt because he did have a great season as head coach this year, this year, but I don't I don't know he's a very untrustworthy. Uh, He does. He does not trust others very easily, I guess. I'll leave you with that. Did he
0: actually have a good season?
1: I guess since they didn't make the playoffs, I would say no, no, but at the the time, you didn't make
0: the playoffs. In my opinion, doesn't mean you're bad. It's just, I think you lost, you had great wins. And then you were like, what the hell is this team doing? other times like like the Texans lost. Yeah. Or like even yeah, against the Raiders when they lost, against the Broncos when they lost. You're like
1: dropping forty on the Browns yeah. and not finding a way to win the game.
0: I'm just like how is that a good season? Which sure, yeah, you have a good good time. It works out pretty well in your favor. But damn, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. Man, I cannot wait to see at least the Chiefs play on yeah. Sunday. Uh, I probably won't be partaking in any other playoff any other playoff festivities cuz I'm out of town, but I cannot wait to watch the Chiefs on Sunday and that is going to be the highlight I think of my of my week. And hopefully, hey, hopefully the Chiefs can get uh, can get their act together and put together a little run here and we'll be back in the live studio next week. So um I think we should be. So yeah. We should be back in the we live studio next yeah. week for uh drop the ball live. And those will be being uploaded. That's just me being dumb. No big deal. Anyway, 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 he's yeah, done. I did. He's yeah. done. And Oliver should be back next week too, but we'll have to, we'll have to see, see, how that goes. Anyway. Uh, yeah. We had fun this week. Thanks for tuning in with us. Uh, thank you Jackson for zooming in for this great time. And, uh, Until next time, guys, don't drop the ball.